best interview ever. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is like a box of chocolates. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 64 of Swept Together. Woohoo! We are really excited about this week's episode. Some dear friends of ours are joining us for an interview, Adina and Zeke Pease. And I met Adina, I want to say like five years ago uh, through travel blogging. We were both travel bloggers back in the day and we roomed at a conference together a few years later and just this past year we're able to meet Zeke and uh yeah in our travels through New York wait where were we at no we were in we met them in in Pennsylvania Pennsylvania. and then we saw them again in New York right so that was pretty fun um but this episode Um, This interview, I think, is really powerful. One, because they are a great example. If you're like a multi-passionate person who has a lot of interests and a lot of, you know, irons in the fire, I think Adina and Zeke are a great example of a couple who is doing a lot of different things and just enjoying doing all of those things um, and doing them well. Yeah, they really have a lot of things going on. And they'll tell you all about that during the interview. And the second thing I really love about this interview is if you've gone through something difficult with your partner, just life cir- difficult life circumstances and had to navigate that in a relationship, um, Adina and Zeke have some really good wisdom um, on walking through all kinds of uh, challenges that they've that they've experienced, and one of our new favorite mantras, which they share in the episode. Yeah, and if you are tuning in for the first time, or you'd like to hear other couples that we've interviewed in the past, um, feel free to go back into our archives at swepttogether.com. You'll see links to all of our episodes. All of our past 63 episodes, 60 other 63 episodes plus zero. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. 63 <laughs> plus zero is still 63. That's 63 true. 63 episodes plus episode zero. Sorry. There yeah. you go. Um, and you can hear all of our other interviews from our other couples and from just us talking and rambling <laughs> about other random stuff. Speaking of um, previous interviews, we got a review from somebody who Ooh, a new have, itunes review yeah we we've previously interviewed i i think based on the based on the the name um this is by lynn's mckens i think i know who that might be. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's uh lindsey mckenzie of follow your detour and she writes great podcast such a sweet couple and so many awesome stories about love and adventure Thanks, Lindsay. And um, I think they might be near us now. I think they're they're headed to, or they're already in Florida. Yes. So 
Maybe we'll meet up I with them. I saw the at some Florida point. flag in their Insta story. Today. Oh, they, okay, cool. <laughs> so they must be near near us somewhere. I mean, nearer than Colorado, That's... where they were a few months ago. <laughs> this road life, man, it's it's fun. Yeah. So, yeah, if you um, haven't already checked us out um, on our on our social media pages, we are everywhere at Swept Together. Just look for us, and we'll be there. Yep. But for now, just enjoy the interview with Adina and Zeke Pease. Well, welcome to the show, Adina and Zeke. We are so happy to have you guys here. Yeah. Hey. Thank you. We're happy to be here, too. Super excited. <laughs> it's been so long since we last saw We last saw each other in, like, Halloween, right? Yeah. Halloween oh, yeah. time, we went. So we were in Sleepy Hollow the last time we saw Sleepy each other. Annabelle just did the Sleepy Hollow. We were, okay, so to, to let our listeners know, we were at Sleepy Hollow, which obviously has some very popular, you know, connotations to it. It's, it has the legend of Sleepy Hollow. And we were there Sleepy in, <laughs> we were there in Halloween and we were, uh, uh, three out of the four of us were at, a dramatic oh. retelling. <laughs> one of us was on a conference call. We'll let you guess who. Yeah, so one of us was on a conference <laughs> call with their boss at seven o'clock in, in the evening on Halloween. Um, but I mean, I was there for at least 25% of the last part of it. Enough to know, hey guys, I'm in on the joke too, okay? I know about the <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. See, I know about it. <laughs> that's how that's how the anyway dramatic retailer yeah. would say. It. Every time <laughs> this person said Sleepy Hollow, they would say it just like that. And so for the entire night, everybody was like Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> they said it enough. That was basically half the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's not how uh, that's not how we met. <laughs> no. But. Yeah. Uh, so what we wanted to do was to talk about you guys and learn about you guys and, um, you know, learn about, uh, you guys' relationship, what you guys do today and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I guess the first question would be, uh, tell us about how you two met. Well, we met in high school. It's freshman year earth science. Earth and, uh, science. You guys even know like the class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it a pretty big deal. It must've been like love at first sight. <laughs> it was competition at first sight. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we were, both, yeah, we were battling for a top grade in the class. Although, ah. was, because Adina was a good student and I thought the teacher was hot. Well, the teacher was also <laughs> like my idol and I wanted to be her when I grew up. So mm. it all kind of makes sense yeah. in the end. Right. <laughs> so I had a crush on the future, Adina. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So who won? I did. I don't. I don't remember. I remember. Somebody has a different set of uh, memories than others, but this happened. We'll go with with Zeke as the winner because, you know. Yes. You said you it. Seem <laughs> there you go. Sometimes you win some. Sometimes you lose some. You got to pick and choose your battles. That's what I heard. Is it is uh, good yes. for marriage, right? <laughs> What? No, it's right win there. your battles. So did you guys start? Uh, <laughs> did you guys start dating then, or did you? 
Which time? No. So <laughs> we never yeah. went on a single date in high school. He did ask me to one dance. I think I gave a non-answer answer. <laughs> um, and then after high school, we went on three dates, approximately six to eight months apart. Mm-hmm. Each wow. one deemed a... There was no follow-up on any of the dates. <laughs> I followed up. Well, I didn't. So, um, maybe Zeke was kind of like doing the slow play. I mean, just like, you know, <laughs> like reeling you in very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. It may have been something like that. I think towards the end, he got a little frustrated. And uh, when we did actually start dating, it was because he invited a friend of mine to a party he didn't know I was in the car when he invited her. And so she was just like, oh, hey, can Adina come too? And <laughs> begrudgingly, I came to the party. Begrudgingly. Ah. Begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pretty much so, the whole party, I kept running into Adina and yeah. being like, I've already you know, tried to go out with this girl twice. Forget her. I'm leaving. And then like run away. And then I'd randomly run around the corner and almost like tackle her. <laughs> and then run away again and then like it would continue and at the end of the night uh the last group of people ended up walking to the beach and uh she you know we ended up walking together and uh, i actually gave her a piggyback ride and we talked about a bunch of stuff and at the end of the night i was like okay we've tried this i'm just not gonna call her and the next day she called me and i don't actually remember this for the record <laughs> i remember this again <laughs> but that's fine <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness well yeah and so that was in um like we did we did the numbers thinking about this 2003 2003 wow yeah 14 years ago yep yeah and in december actually our our, like dating anniversary your date anniversary happy happy date anniversary guys (laughs) thanks yeah. So what? Uh, so that's fourteen years. But I mean, that was that was fourteen years to your first date. But you knew each other for, uh, I guess, four years before that, right? And um, so, what's kept you guys going? Yeah, since '98. So, what's kept you guys yeah. going? Like your relationship? How's it? How, have you kept it going strong for all these years? What's the secret? Uh, being stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> being stubborn on whose part? Both of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think it's it's been a lot of things. Uh, you know, at first it's just sort of that a lot of it was that youthful energy of just like getting out and exploring and doing crazy stuff together. Um, and then after a while, actually, so we dated for about five years, um, and uh, I think we both sort of I don't know what you'd say it just. We we ended up moving like to a very rural spot, which is funny because now we live in a rural area again. But <laughs> we were much younger at the time. I mean, this is like we're talking. We must have been like in our early twenties, and moved on top of a mountain. And we kind of lost our adventure and individual lives. And it was just mm. we had been da- we had been dating since we were nineteen. Um, yeah. I think I think we just got sort of stuck in in sort of like who we are and our expectations of, of yeah. what a relationship would be, mm. um, and so we we wound up breaking up for about five months, mm-hmm. um, took a break, and and both really just sort of hit the reset button pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, and after after some time and things settled, 
uh, we got back together just for a quick little like sit down and dinner and decided, you know, like, let's, let's try this again. Um, and started dating and we dated for about two more years after that until we, uh, finally got married. I was going to say, it was like the best, like healthiest reset button we could have possibly done because we've looked at, I think we looked at our relationship much differently after that. I know I looked a lot of myself too. Um, you know, going out from being being a teenager and like high school and the college age and then sort of like actually transitioning into adulthood. Like I was just getting my first full time job um, and whatnot. So actually having to be responsible adult Zeke and not just yeah. silly. Yeah, kid that was Zeke. really the same time for me too because I had just finished graduate school and gotten my first regular job too. Mm. So it was definitely like a transition from like starting to date as teenagers <laughs> to dating as adults. Yeah. So what? Um... So there's your deep dive on us right in the beginning. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for the fluff questions, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we like to tee it up for you guys. <laughs> so then, um, you tell tell us uh, what happened after that. You you guys got married, and then you had uh, some things that you worked on together. Isn't that right? Yeah, so we when we got engaged, we were still living in California, and then uh, I ended up getting a job in Washington, um, and so we moved up to Seattle, then flew back to California, got married, and after about like a year up there, a year or two, we started shooting uh, travel videos together, um, and we started doing them like for different like businesses and things like that. We dabbled a little bit in wedding video videography there for a minute. Oh, um, you guys are brave. <laughs> well, we started with a vow renewal. Which was really nice. The vow renewal was, was super fun. We did the wedding and decided that was that was not for us. Uh, so we dabbled in that a little bit. And then at a certain point, I launched a handmade travel goods line called Ramble Good. And Zeke was super instrumental in doing that. He actually sewed most of the original products himself. Wow. Um, you can sew it. Yeah. I can now. Yes. <laughs> so well-rounded. Yeah, so that was, those were two pretty decent projects that, like, introduced working together. Although our first instance of working together was actually, uh, I think it was, it was while we were dating in our first set of years, so we were really young. Like, it was like 2000. Maybe, yeah, we were maybe like 19-ish or 20. Um, and we were proctoring, we proctored SATs and all I remember is, I think, I think I was like a lead or something. I don't Well, I think it would have been helpful if they assigned one of us to lead. Maybe. I think they were just like, oh, you two, you're fine together. Go proctor that classroom of kids. Yeah. And I was like, cool. SATs. They're all taking their test. Everything's chill. And you were. <laughs> I don't remember. I think I was a little bit more like high maintenance about the rules. And yeah. We kind of discovered at this point that we have very different work styles. Mm. So how did you guys? Yeah. Uh, how did you guys um, um, integrate those two different work styles together? I mean, you've obviously made it work now. Yeah, I think it's that's been a, a a constant learning experience, and still is now to a degree. But now it's easier to recognize and just be like, "Hey, he has a way different work style than I do, and that's totally fine." Um, 
Yeah, it's finding the strengths, you know, and, and weaknesses and what parts of the other person sort of complement yours. Um, and when you're working just as, you know, two people in a team, it's super helpful when, you know, one of you is really great at planning and <laughs> setting itineraries and doing the pre-research and another one of you is really good at sort of figuring it out as you're going along, you know, and like willing to sort of set whatever plan comes up, but, you know, have this, the flexibility and sort of figure out of this part of it. Yeah. Um, and we, we happen to complement each other really well that way, but there's, you know, a couple spots where neither of us had strengths or both of us have strengths and you can kind of build stressful situations out of that if you want to, or you can kind of be like, okay, like how can we sit down and figure this out and sort of move it into a, a proactive way or, or how to like, if we both really want to do the same part of it, cause we're both really good at it. How do we divide that up uh, mm -hmm. and who gets to do it? Who doesn't? Or like, can you do like a work share or a trade thing? And you know, that's recognizing those situations. Um, and also recognizing that, you know, you're not actually in competition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what, one thing we're really lucky about now is that most of the things that each of us like to do really don't overlap at all. Um, we're really fortunate in that we're in a position now where it's like, whatever he's doing, I have no interest in doing, and I'm so happy he's interested in it because I wouldn't want to touch it. So it works really nicely now. So has it been a big transition going from working together in your various side hustles to working together now that you know it's your essentially your full-time job to to work together I think it's different I have to say like the I I love it it's so it's so much nicer to get to be around Zeke like on a full-time working basis <laughs> than you know, we both go our separate ways to our day jobs eight hours a day and then, you know, hurriedly work on things after work or on weekends. Um, that's how it was, like, in Seattle. And yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a much, like, chiller way of working together of, hey, I know I'm going to see you. I'm, you know, if you go out and do something tonight without me, it's totally cool. I got to see you all day. So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's in some ways a chilling aspect of it. Um which I really like. I think we're getting to learn more about each other's strengths as well, um, which has been also nice to see and also to kind of expand on those strengths. Um, that's been nice. Before when we were doing kind of like side hustle projects, right, it's all a little bit like limited. Mm -hmm. uh, but now working for a trio of small businesses, it's <laughs> much more, it can be much more expansive. You mentioned a little bit that, you know, you guys are now working with this trio of small businesses. Um, can you kind of give us a, an overview a, a, of what you guys are doing there? The way, the way I, I like to sum it up, like, like the elevator explanation of what we do is that we're, we're helping to run an art school that's housed in a bed and breakfast and also does high-end chocolates. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the easy way. But it is, it is like three individual small businesses all in the same place that kind of blend together in ways <laughs> where it's not like completely, you know, silos of everything. So in some ways we, you know, do a little bit of everything all the time. Um, and we're adding more on. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> it's like, let's just do more. Um, 
but I get to focus. This is one of the things that I love is that there are certain things that Zeke does that I would just never want to do. Um, and I get to focus mostly on doing the marketing and the creative direction for mm-hmm. all three of the businesses. And essentially, they're all individual brands as well. Um, so I really get to focus on that creative skill set. Um, but also with the art workshops, which is kind of the primary business in a way, mm-hmm. um, I get to do a lot of interaction and planning um, for the workshops themselves. Um, and it's just really fun to be around art and artists uh, on a daily basis. But Zeke does some totally different things. So I'll let him talk about that. <laughs> yeah, what do you do, Zeke? Sounds like she's got it all covered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. The bits and pieces that are left over from that, really. No, uh, no um, I, I do breakfast. So I'm the breakfast chef. Um, five, you know, five of the days, not on our weekend. I sleep in on that those days. So. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm going to be working on some of the like the web development um, that's coming up, and also working on sort of like the back end database systems. And uh, then I do the office stuff uh, in the afternoon. So taking care of like enrollments, other like sort of coordination aspects, uh, keeping guests happy, sort of being that sort of front facing staff person. He's a much more <laughs> front of house uh, staff member than I am. I yeah. am a, let me hide from people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that if we were to do something like that, that that's probably how you and I would do it. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Go the... talk to all the people. I'm going to hide back here and take pictures. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's. Yeah. I, I like try and hide behind my camera as much as possible during the week. <laughs> you know, I can still see you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but. <laughs> I thought cameras were like invisibility sh- shields. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like driving down the freeway like the person you look over and like they're picking their nose because they think no one can see them right, right. exactly <laughs> adina likes to pick her nose behind the camera because she thinks no one can see her you've caught me <laughs> okay so you guys you have like basically three different small businesses that all kind of collaborate together to to bring this like um offering where it's a um a art workshop um, and then you host it at a, at a bread and breakfast and then you have, you know, all of the, you know, bed and, bed and breakfast things that go along with it. And then also all of the, uh, workshop, um, details. And that, don't that forget go the along. chocolates. And the chocolates. What? Yeah. Tell, what, yeah. what's, this, what's this about? What's all this about chocolate? <laughs> so one of the things that, you know, Mark and Kim did. This when, is my mom and stepdad who own the business. When they came here, was they started up sort of this this fancy chocolate shop. Um, just totally, you know, talk about side hustles. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much exactly that. But um, so in house, we get you know we get chocolate from Switzerland and make it into truffles and um, all sorts of other and confectiony things. <laughs> it's it's a lot of chocolate. Yeah, all that jazz and sell it out of the inn basically. So it's available. We have a little shop in the inn that you can come into and like taste chocolates and try the different stuff. Uh, or um, one of the first things that Dina did was just completely redid the chocolate website, which is lifebychocolates.com <laughs> with an S. Sees uh, the front of house guy. He's selling. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, That's quite the job perk, all that chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I definitely ate a lot of chocolate when we first got here. I've, I've toned it down. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You guys are going to Austria. <laughs> 
in in just a week. And Austria is pretty close to Switzerland. Is this also a business trip? Is this? Uh... No, it's, it's it's totally fun. But uh, one thing we really noticed with like moving because we're we're in a pretty rural area of upstate mm -hmm. New York. I mean, it's not like there are stores here, but it's pretty rural. We've noticed a lot of the small businesses usually do multiple things um, out of the same space, um, especially like hotels and lodges will have different events and, and things like that. Um, and that's a big part of what Zeke and I are, came out here to help do is to really expand past what the businesses had already been doing. Yeah. Um, so that's been like maybe one of the most like rewarding parts is getting to expand and build new things which is just super exciting yeah well it seems like everything that you that has kind of like led up to this point kind of fits perfectly into all the things that you're doing now and that's really cool to see yeah yeah, yeah it definitely has it's been nice i mean we do the photography and videography here um so that's that's been a, a super easy flow in and that we were able to come in and just start doing that right away and kind of up the level of um, media output um, for think, the business. I think a big part of it too is just not sort of shoehorning or like restricting yourself to like certain definitions of what you do um, yeah. and what you know how to do. Um, so like mm -hmm. as, as situations come up or as opportunities come up, like the big thing is saying like, what, what do I already have that, that will lend itself well to that? Um, and then diving in and seeing like, what can I learn to also make that thing better? So a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I talked about is stuff that I, you know, I've dabbled in here and there, um, you know, over the course of decades. <laughs> the decades mm -hmm. that I've, I've been around. Um, but now I'm sort of diving in deeper, you know, cause it's skills that I need to learn to be able to be more productive in, you know, in these businesses. Um, so not, yeah, basically just not restricting yourself. So you, you can yeah. always find something that will help you along um, in whatever situation you find yourself in. Yeah. It's a lot of like the whole small business thing is a lot of wearing all the hats. Totally. All the mm -hmm. time. Which I know you guys understand. So, <laughs> so would you say that working together um, has brought you guys closer together? You know, I mean, you've had these small businesses and side hustles and now you work together in a full-time gig. Um how has that affected your relationship? Personally, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I giggled a little bit when you said brought you together and I was about like giggling like and also farther apart oh, sometimes. Wow. Um, well, I mean, not not like in some like grand, like terrible, horrible, you know, <laughs> sense, but at a certain, you know, a certain case, like you have stressors when you go to work, right? And like you get to go home and, and leave those things mm -hmm. at work when you get home. But when you're working with somebody and living with somebody, especially you know, in sort of like small quarters like we are, um, it's, it can be hard to like leave, leave that, the work stress, you know, in the work building, you know, and, and not bring it into the home uh, totally. one. So yeah, it's the like training ourselves to make sure we talk about things other than work. <laughs> other than work. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 Cause it's like, it's, you know, it's the shared work and it's like, we don't want to feel like we're, you know, quote, working all <laughs> of the time, which we very easily could with all the like ideas and, and things that we have. Oh yeah. But it's also like a big part of it is, is being open about what those things are, you know, like it will somewhat often be like, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm really frustrated about this one thing right now. And it's not at you, it's about the thing, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm really sorry that it, like it's sort of coming out at you right now. Um, 
and you know like so sort of taking ownership like, of those feelings we've gotten better at communicating those feelings and communicating like how work treated us for lack of a better word <laughs> um you know over the course of the day and maybe maybe because i don't know but maybe because we now work together and we're you know in the same environment it's easier for us to understand when the other person's like yeah. i just had to deal <clears> with this so I'm not feeling real friendly. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've been there. I get it. Yeah. I'll give you some space. On the flip side of that coin, though, like sometimes we'll be having sort of a cute moment in the office or something like that, which is something, you know, you don't get to have at your normal, you know, nine to five when you don't work with your spouse or mm -hmm. your significant other. But, you know, one of the, the guests or students will come around the corner to ask, you know, the office staff a question and we'll be in there, you know, having a hug. And they'll be like, oh, stop acting like you like each other. Yeah, this has happened <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> so yeah it's, it's definitely it's kind of fun <laughs> well let's um you know we talked a little bit about your work relationship together um let's talk about uh you guys um you guys annabelle told me about a, a favorite kind of anniversary tradition that you have and it's kind of uh a favorite of ours we just t uh, started talking about like what could we do that's like as cool as theirs um <laughs> For our listeners that don't know, uh, tell us about your anniversary tradition. So the basic premise is that it kind of started out with, we had some really awesome like clothing made for our wedding. Both of us have, he has a custom suit. I had a custom made dress. Um, and so we wanted to find something to do with them that wasn't just like sticking them in a box for, I mean, for Zeke, it's easier. He can wear his suit, but for, <laughs> I can't really wear while my wedding dress is not really traditional, mm -hmm. it's still not something I could like wear places. Um, so we decided that for our anniversary every year, we would wear our wedding gear and go somewhere new and do something we love, which is taking pictures um, and take pictures um, of us. And once we got our dog, it's like the family picture. So she's in all of them as well. Um, so yeah, so the fun part is also like coming up with somewhere new to go um, and experience a new place, which also makes it interesting from a photography perspective because you don't know what you're going into. Who who does all the planning for that? Or do you guys do planning together? <laughs> I, I, <did. laughs> I would I would say I plan the locations. Zeke brings the mental stability to the situation in order to get the photos done. Mm. Hmm. When I'm like, I get maybe a little frantic because the last place we took our photos this year was in Nova Scotia. Um, it was very cold, like really, really cold and really windy. Um, and I was wearing six layers over my dress. Oh my gosh. We have some awesome pictures. Um, trying to keep warm and it was muddy. And <laughs> so we're like running in between shoot locations and where all of my clothes are to put them back on. <laughs> Um, and stay warm. And he definitely kept like the sanity level and made sure we got enough locations um, and took enough shots to guarantee that my eyes were open. <laughs> so who who came up with this idea? Was it like a collaborative thing or did somebody, one of you say, we should do this? We were trying to figure that out actually. <laughs> and neither of us really remembers. Yeah, we're not totally sure. I mean... The going somewhere new, I think we might have started that because of, at that point, we had, like, we were still relatively new in Seattle, and we were trying to push ourselves to 
get out. Um, one thing we found, we've now moved to new states together twice. Uh, and one thing we have found is that in the first year we moved to a new state, we have trouble getting out to do things. Mm. Um, and so in Seattle, I think we came up with it as a way to, you know, push ourselves to go somewhere new and see something new. Um, as a tangent in New York, our, our thing for the first year that we've been here, which is we've been here just about a year now, uh, is to go to coffee shops. So we've gone to coffee shops all around New York State just as a way of trying to explore. Yeah, that's awesome. That's kind of what we do in our RV trip is just <laughs> go to different coffee shops that we find on Yelp or other people tell us about. Yeah. Coffee shop traveling is the best. <laughs> what we plan on doing in we Austria. We should do like a, a YouTube series or a reality show about that. Like different coffee shops around the, yeah. the country. There's your next side hustle, guys. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I admit I may have thought of something in that in that lane nice. <laughs> about New York City coffee New York State coffee shops. So we'll see. Sweet. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> well, I have to say that now I mean we've been friends, Adina. Uh, you and I have been friends for, I want to say, like, at least five years now. I think um, so. I was trying to remember when we went to WDS together. I think that was, that I think that was 2015. So that was, like, the first time we met in yeah. person. WDS is? World Domination Summit. Right. Um, Excellent acronym. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. Way to be professional, guys. But, uh. <laughs> but I, uh. Um, I have to say that like now knowing you over all these years I like look forward to like the anniversary photo shoot I'm like where are they gonna go and where are they gonna take their photos you know so uh, it's such a cool idea and I'm like okay we need to come up with something awesome to commemorate our anniversary in like a really fun way yeah you know, uh, uh, one one uh, idea that I just threw out today, thinking about this, talking about the talking about this, was um, doing Christmas cards in like Christmas onesies every year. <laughs> He's trying to get me on the onesie yeah. bandwagon. I'm just yeah, they're so comfortable. <laughs> well, I think I, haven't I seen pictures of you wearing one to work in? Yes. Oh, driving. Yeah. Well, that's just me. <laughs> All of he, the above. Yeah, he wears his onesie sometimes when we're on on road trip days. It's so comfortable, though. Have you ever driven in a onesie? If you haven't, you must. Yeah, sounds bad. I've worked in a jumpsuit before. Yeah, that's that seems like it would be that similar. Lasted about one right. day. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't have like the fuzzy. Like, is it a footsie onesie no. too? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a sound? Yeah. I wish I, there's he no... keeps saying, "I wish it had feet." Yeah, I know. There, there's no. You can't. This, this is you know, this is crap because uh, babies get footsie, footed, footed onesies. How come they don't make them for adults? I, I mean, we, we also have feet. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought. I think I thought all of the onesies I've seen came with feet. So I'm. I'm very excited to hear that no. they do not. You know, yeah. Only if you're a baby. If you're between zero and like three years old. I don't know. I'm sure they make. Why did I ever turn with four? Feet. Yeah, exactly, I don't know. Right? I don't know. 
I, I really, I keep asking myself why. <laughs> I got fed. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I could go whenever I wanted to. No taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to go to work. Well, hey, well, there's our side hustle after the coffee shop reality TV show. Should be babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a side hustle. <laughs> No, footsie, footsie onesies. onesies. Oh, footsie onesies. All right, footed onesies. Gotcha. <laughs> Not being babies. My bad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so these anniversary trips are obviously something that has become really special to you guys in your relationship. How do you think traveling as a whole, um, you know, what... What effect does does traveling together have on your relationship? It's so it's in some ways like it's so the core of our relationship <laughs> because we've been so when we first started dating, I was living in San Diego and he was living in um, Northern California, and so driving back and forth like an eight hour drive for the two of us is like nothing. <laughs> it's seriously nothing at all. Um, so we've spent so much of our lives together traveling in a car in a box <laughs> that's like yeah, we, we lock ourselves in a box together for yeah. days on end wow <laughs> that's extreme like, sounds like I... some s stuff <laughs> <laughs> when i think of like my happy place like in my like i need to go, i need to go to my happy place it's like us in the car driving somewhere um mm. So I think it's almost kind of just like a rooted point of our relationship that like this is our this is when we're at our like happiest moment is when we're driving off to explore somewhere new. Yeah. I think it's also like where we get to do the most work on our relationship. Yeah. Too, you know, like if if you're upset on, you know, driving down the freeway, you can't exactly get out and slam the door, right? Like <laughs> Yeah, you have to actually work through it and talk about it in a calmish manner. So, I mean, it's yeah, there's just this whole like world of opportunity out there to go and explore and see new things and experience stuff. But you also have all this time to sort of talk and really, you know, like also really listen to to the other person and sort of learn what they're about and, you know, how their life is evolving and changing and how that fits in with yours. Yeah. And one of the things, too, that I think has come up for us a lot is that when we when we get out like on the road, um, all of the other stressors in life, like the, you know dumb things like the dishes aren't clean or whatever from from home and from work um they just kind of fade away and so life is mm -hmm. much more simple when you're out on the road driving somewhere new for the day or you know on a longer trip um and i think that simplification like like zeke said lets us focus more um on us and our relationship and kind of just builds healthier bonds during that time yeah, and you guys have uh, a pretty cool setup um, to help facilitate all of that traveling. Um, tell us about that, uh, you know, your vehicle. <laughs> um, so we have a, right now. Does it have a name? It does. Well, it has, name, a, it it has, has an Instagram, Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's called, well, the Instagram is the X over Terra. There's no the, though. So, like, Overland. Oh, yeah, it's just X over Terra. So, like, X Terra. So, like, land. <laughs> Overland. Overland, yeah. 
Um, so we have a 2015 uh, Xterra, Nissan Xterra, and uh, we started actually tripping around um, in Adina's, what, what year was that? The Nine, CRV? 99 CR, Honda CRV? Yeah, 99 Honda CRV, and like, you know, having a ground tent and whatnot, and just over, over the years, um, the, the setup has evolved, and we now have a rooftop tent, so we pull into camp, and basically it's a, it's a box, it looks like a big rocket box that sits on top of the car. <laughs> and uh, you, you zip open this the case and flip the cover over and then the top part like flips out and over and you know five minutes later you have basically this giant tent on top of your car um it's a what's a, it's bigger than a king size than bed a king size bed inside inside so it's a lot of floor space and room for two people a dog and plenty of bags yeah and if the weather's crappy we can like zip on this little room to the side of it and so we have like a six foot tall um totally like weather enclosed space so we can cook or you know change or hang out and play cards in there and or eat thanksgiving dinner which we did one year because <laughs> it was wow it was like yeah. almost hailing uh and freezing and windy it was and like 30 degrees on the coast like 30 mile per hour wind and so we ate thanksgiving dinner inside <laughs> our little our little tent alcove. But then, uh, yeah, we've also, we so we built this little kitchen box to help sort of facilitate um, the cooking. And, you know, one of the things we've, we've discovered is if you can stop and make a cup of coffee or tea inside of like five minutes, it's, you're way more likely to do it. And it just vastly improves your quality of life on the road. So instead of having to like get the, get the stove out and set the whole thing up, we built this little kitchen box. So the stove, basically you just pop the hatch, the stove slides straight out, it's set up and you're boiling water. Um, then you have your nice hot tasty beverage and you're back on the road inside of, you know, five minutes again. Yeah, we tried to improve all this. It's just like a, you know, everyone can, you know, choose their own things of what's the cheapest way to travel. But <laughs> we bought the car. So the car became the cheapest way to travel <laughs> that we were already paying for. Um, and so we kind of just built this whole setup and kit as to how long could we potentially spend traveling with this car, with this setup. Mm -hmm. um, I think the longest we've done was a little over two weeks, or was it three weeks? It was over three weeks. It was in the 20, 21, 22 days. Okay, something like that. And in Colorado, right? Yeah. yeah. And this was like our ultimate test of, you know, could we maybe live in this? <laughs> or maybe like long-term travel? And like at the end of the 20 days, the answer was, we definitely could have gone longer yeah. because the setup was, we had made it comfortable enough um, that it was just super easy to, to live out of. Mm. That's cool. Um, what other than, you know, like road, um, road challenges, traveling on the road, what other kind <laughs> of challenges that you guys uh, have you guys faced in life and that you're willing to share with us, obviously um, that you've had to face together. You know, like, and how did it, you know, uh, pull you guys together? We've gotten through a lot of change in our lives. Um, through, we've already talked a little bit about, you know, moving to new states, um, where in both cases we had like one set of family, you know, in the area, <laughs> and that was it. We knew nobody else. Um, so we've dealt with that. We've dealt with career change. Um, both of us have changed careers. I guess me once, Zeke twice. <laughs> what? Yeah. Officially? I don't even know like how you quantify that. It's 
it's been like <laughs> I was working as a, a paramedic in California, and then we moved to Washington, and since then it's just sort of been this constant role of yeah, you know, doing things and learning things and trying things and yeah. So we've we've kind of had a lot of change, and like uh, with the career change portions, it's been a lot of change of perception on how we deal with money and income because our incomes have so drastically changed mm-hmm. uh, over the course of time. Um, and then the other big thing, so it's kind of like we've dealt with a lot of change and then kind of in some ways of how we've dealt with it, it's changing our perception of it, I guess is how I would mm. talk about it. Um, I'm trying to think about, there's mm-hmm. a word I'm looking for. You mean like our definitions of success or? Not definitions of success so much as like when we, so when we first started dating in that, that first five years, I had this perspective of this is exactly how my life is going to play out. Oh, like life expectations. Yeah. Like I had this whole plan thing. (laughs) Um, and I feel like. Really on the plan. Right? Definitely, definitely went completely according to your plan, right? (laughs) Was it, is that, that's what happened to me, right? So. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So like. So in high school, you're like, I'm going to graduate and then drive around the country in a onesie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> he set the bar high. Right. Yes. Yeah. So like, you know, I had this whole thing of like planning and I think since that time, so in the nine years since then, between job changes and location changes and careers and the other big thing that we have dealt with um together is trying to start a family um we have had three unsuccessful pregnancies at this point Mm. Uh, and i put it as unsuccessful because all of them were very different (laughs) um all of them resulted in different outcomes but essentially at a base level it's unsuccessful pregnancies and that was that has been such a huge growing point um, for both of us. Um, yeah. For me, especially on the the perception side of like my my <laughs> expectations of like starting a family. You know, they tell mm-hmm. you in like high school health class. You know, they're so worried you're going to get pregnant. It's so easy. You know, like be scared. But as an adult, it's not. That's not actually how it works actually a little bit more difficult um mm-hmm. one of our doctors put it as it's actually quite difficult to get pregnant unless you are an unemployed teenager <laughs> <laughs> wow so, yeah um so i think with us it's been a lot of talking through and also accepting that we don't know what the future is going to hold mm-hmm. uh, and not sticking to that idea of this is the way our life is going to go um, I think over the course of the years with all of this change and everything, we've had to just loosen up and be like, you know what? I don't really know what's going to happen in the next year. <laughs> um, rather than, well, in all this time we wouldn't like, oh, I don't want to go to Iceland because what if we get pregnant? Then I won't be able to go in the hot springs. Mm-hmm. And we've had to just be like, you know what? You have to kind of throw that idea away and just be like, you it's hard of, to know. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to know. There's there's things, you know, instead of trying to plan everything out to the T and, like, know exactly where you're going, like, building thing, like building sort of hopes in your minds, mm-hmm. um, like being hopeful without expectation. Yes. You know? So I, I, what I would say, like, like hope without attachment. 
Mm. And that way, like it, it leaves you much, much more able to sort of cope with things as they come up, you know, in your life that are challenges. But it also, when things go right and things go well, I think it makes you so much more like appreciative and thankful. That hope without attachment thing is like totally one of my new mantras, <laughs> courtesy of Zeke. That's a really good um, quote. Can we like use that as a Twitterable? <laughs> oh, please do. This week's tweetable. <laughs> yeah, a tweetable quote by Zeke and Adina. <laughs> hope without uh, attachment. It's really, it's really all Zeke. Complete no. credit goes to him on that one. I mean, Zeke only. Hope without attachment. <laughs> Credit where credit is due. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I hope so, that's not like a copyrighted saying somewhere. Or or next side hustle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a really helpful like mindset shift to think about things in that way. It feels in a lot of ways a lot healthier. Um, I think that's that's something that in the course of all of the change that we've come out on the other side with like just a healthier mindset about life in general. Yeah. A lot. Do you, would you say that this um, kind of mindset shift that you guys went through, was that the most, the most significant, like most helpful strategy for you in dealing with all of these changes as a couple or were there other tools that you also implemented? That's, I don't know. I think that's a tough one. It's one I think we've just sort of started realizing yeah. that, you know, like, like if, if you had asked us a year ago, that same question, like neither of us would have come up with that. Totally. This is like a, a, a new, a new thing for us. One of the things, you know, coming out, coming out here to New York and sort of having a slower pace of life, I think has given us a lot of opportunity to sort of sit and reflect back on what has worked for us. Um, and, and how we've gotten through a lot of these things. Um, when we were going through, you know, the first uh, failed pregnancy, we, we pretty much turned the house upside down and then went on, you know, a 3,000 mile road trip. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, that's, I mean, that's where, you know, like the most comfortable sort of quiet space in the house was this, you know, like a finished attic that was in it. And our bedroom was downstairs at the time. And, you know, Adina had just gotten back uh, from the hospital and it was just like, we're getting to that most comfortable space. So like I moved the entire bedroom upstairs all um, by himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then as soon as, you know, we were healthy enough to travel, we piled into the car and drove, yeah. drove through the Canadian Rockies, uh, and back and just, you know, the road time gave us that space to process it and, and deal with it. So taking, you know, that, that was a difficult time, I think, for a lot of our family, too. Like, a lot of what we normally have as a support structure really wanted to sort of step in and, and help us with that. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, you know, we needed to get out and sort of process it ourselves. And so, like, giving giving ourselves permission to take that space uh, is, is a big tool that I think we use individually and as a couple still. Yeah, I mean, I think... Really what you said about both individually and as a couple, that's a big thing I think we use and that we learned a long time ago is it's so important that both of us have essentially like our own lives or our own like strong, healthy lives and things that we do because that makes us stronger together. One of the things we struggled with when we were first dating and right before we split was that we had kind of lost that that healthy individual life thing 
And that's something we rebuilt um, and then made a point <laughs> ever since to maintain that, like, it's super important that um, during the summer months here in New York that Zeke goes out and plays soccer, even though I don't want to be anywhere near a <laughs> soccer game. Uh, and I go to my, like, creative art meetings. Um, it's just so important that we have those individual things. Um, and that's one of the nice parts about getting to work together full time now is I don't feel like we never get to see each other, um, which is something I used to feel when we had our separate jobs. So um, what are some of the rituals would you say keep you two connected in your relationship? Like what are the most important rituals if you had to break it down? That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I'll bet you it's hard to think of rituals that we really do like a lot on a daily basis. Or the big ones, we're probably just so habitually used to them that yeah. <laughs> we don't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is a ritual. <laughs> Welcome to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, just kidding. I will say that um, I can't remember which came first, but um, at some point, I think when we've when we've gone through tough times in our lives, or we're feeling frustrated, or like everything is terrible. That's usually what I say. Um, <laughs> Zeke made it a point to try and get us to emphasize what's going good in our lives, um, even if mm. it's just a little thing. Um, and so, again, I'll, there's one part and then there's a second part. I'll tell you the second part next. But the, <laughs> the first part was talking each night about saying what's one thing that, like, made you happy, um, just generally. So maybe for me it was last night our dog, Parsley, was super cuddly with me. And, like, fell asleep on top of me like she used to when she was a puppy. Aww. So that's, like, my happy. Um, but then the second thing we started doing, courtesy of you two, is um, doing the what made you feel loved each night. Um, and that's been yeah. really fantastic. <laughs> so thank you. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of the sweep up, <laughs> good thanks, segue. Thanks good for that. Segue. Thanks, thanks for that. Way to tee it up. <laughs> Do you guys uh, want to join us in this week's sweep up? Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Um, since you guys already know what it's about, maybe uh, let's change it up and maybe you guys go first and then we'll go after you. Ooh, all right. <laughs> We've never done that. This is the first time ever. <laughs> Well, now we're both going to have right. to think of things. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had like three more hours before I had to come up with my loved, my sweet boat. <laughs> you want to go first? Oh, goodness gracious. What made you feel loved? <laughs> I think it was today. So we were, we were doing another one of our traditions. Oh, hey. So here you go. Here's a ritual. <laughs> well, it's not um, like a us relationship ritual, but it's, but it's a ritual. It's a ritual. Um, <laughs> Where uh, we buy Christmas socks for for folks um, in Adina's family, so I guess the women in Adina's family have been doing this for a long time. Um, but now, sort of the the associated guys have gotten in on it, and I was waffling over which socks to get, and uh, having a hard time. And Adina came up and she said, "You want the fuzzy ones with the moose on them." <laughs> <laughs> and it sort of struck through to to my love of fuzzy things and <laughs> these are like Aww. the fuzzy socks you normally see like 
we have gotten them many times. I feel like I've never seen them for men before. Um, mm. And I felt like it was very important that the men get the fuzzy sock this time <laughs> after having been deprived. <laughs> Aww. I like it. <laughs> What's yours? What made you feel loved? Hmm. Now I have to think. <laughs> I think it's uh, that you put in um, a lot of effort today to ensure that our special Christmas surprises for members of our family have been taken care of. And today was very busy for me and I didn't get to any of it. And you just stepped in and did it and made it pretty. And <laughs> that made me feel loved. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I always get the warm fuzzies during the sweep up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool hearing other people's, you know, like what made them feel loved because, you know, it's like, oh, wow, we have similar things or, whoa, that's totally different than, you know, my version of, you, you didn't know, get so it's, it's fun to see. Socks. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to keep the uh, the fuzzy socks on the, in the mental list of things <laughs> I can do when I, when I need something. Yep. <laughs> fuzzy socks, totally legit. Bye, fuzzy socks. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, how about uh, you, babe? What made you feel loved today? Uh, it made me feel really loved today when we were sitting at our desk working next to each other and uh, you got off a conference call and you looked at me and you were like, hey, do you want to go to a coffee shop this afternoon? And I was just thinking that I was waiting for you to get off your call to ask you if we could go to a coffee shop that afternoon. <laughs> and it just like made me feel really loved that you kind of like magically read my mind in that moment <laughs> and uh, knew what would make me happy, which was going to a coffee shop. You're welcome. So babe. that made me feel loved. Nice. What about you? What made you feel loved today? Um, what made me feel loved was uh, today I had an interview. Not this interview. I mean, this interview also. <laughs> I had another interview before. It's not, you guys aren't the only interviews, okay? But we're the only one No, but uh, it, it, was for, it was for like a, a possible job opportunity. It was a work but, interview, um, yeah. I, um, you know, it was later after, after work and... Um, I hadn't gotten any anything for dinner yet, and I was like, "Oh, I, I really need to go to the store to get the stuff." And you know, it was just going to be like forever until <laughs> I could go to the store because, you know. Um, but instead, you went to the store for me and got all of the stuff that I needed to make dinner for us tonight, and I was able to focus on just doing the interview, and um, you know, we were, um, I was able to do that. You went to the store and. I, you know, got through my interview. And then now we're doing another interview with our friends. Yay! And that made me feel loved. <laughs> and did you have dinner? You're welcome, babe. We have not had dinner yet, no. <laughs> it's it's sitting it there taunting us in our RV from, right now. from the uh from the stove. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah. Right well, you know, um we wanted to thank you and and um give some time to to acknowledge your you know um acknowledge you both of you guys because you took time to 
come on our show and open up your lives to us. And we really, I mean, I know you guys are friends, but you know, we really appreciate you um, sharing all of the things that you um, shared with us today. And um, so we, and that makes us feel loved. Yeah. <laughs> well, to keep this love fest, <laughs> thanks for asking us. Um, it was, you know, we were both when you, when you did, we were both like, "Whoa, what, really?" <laughs> Only mildly fangirling about it. That's awesome. Well, um. I know that uh, you you uh, talked a little bit about your Instagram. Um, is there anything else that you guys uh, want to promote and uh, we can link to on, on our show notes? Where can people find you online? Yeah. Sure. Well, people can find me. <laughs> it's all about me. The important part. Uh, at uh, <laughs> Adina Marguerite everywhere. So my website is adinamarguerite.com and then I'm on all, all the social media things um, there. Um the, the important one people will probably want to know is lifebychocolates.com. <laughs> uh, and that's where they can get all the tasty chocolate. Uh, if somebody wants to check out some awesome, fantastic art workshops, it's just artworkshops.com. Um, if they're quilters, it's fiberartworkshops.com. Or if they want a nice place to stay in Greenville, just South Albany, it's greenvillearms.com. We have all the websites. <laughs> nice. Uh, awesome. Art- we'll link to because all the websites got, on our show notes. You guys got artworkshops.com? Right. Holy cow. That's this is, awesome. This is because my mom and stepdad. Talk about some uh, optimized <laughs> website names. Yeah. Joke. <laughs> well, when my mom and stepdad moved out here and, and took over these businesses, they came from Silicon Valley. So uh, they were prepared early on uh, for right. things like that. For instance, my mom purchased adinamarguerite.com uh, decades ago. <laughs> nice. So sweet. This is a, a relatively internet savvy. That was actually uh, kind location. of a funny story. We we decided to buy it for for Adina so that she could you know build her website presence on it. We went to you know one of those domain buying places and typed in adinamarguerite.com mm-hmm. and I said somebody owns this business and we're like what oh god like <laughs> hey who would get that right and then I think you called your mom and asked and she's like oh yeah I've had that forever yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the one other thing I'll, I'll, I'll mention is that uh, our special projects we're working on for the business here, if anyone finds themselves in upstate New York in February-ish, wants um, a good cup of coffee. we are opening a pop-up cafe called the Vanderbilt Room um, out of the inn, which is a, it's a historic building. Built by um, a Vanderbilt. Yes. Whoa. And then right. we're we're also putting on a maker's market on the weekend before Valentine's Day. So those are kind of our, our really fun things that we're looking forward to. Aw. Cool. Well I just I just really love that you guys are doing all the things. I just <laughs> yeah. think it's great. That's <laughs> fairly accurate. I don't think it's possible for us not to do all of the things. Thanks again, guys, and it's great catching up. And thanks Yay. for being on the show. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course, thank you. So that was Adina and Zeke Pease, our good friends from New York, upstate New York. And what what did you get out of that? What was the biggest takeaway that you got from that one? Well, I think my favorite part, at being someone who's very similar to Adina in that I I'm a planner, I like to have a plan, I like to have the plan go as planned. Um, you know, I really... I can attest to this. <laughs> and when I... things don't go according to plan, plans fall apart. It's, yeah, 
<laughs> it's a struggle for me. Um, so I really loved kind of her um, reframing of when things don't go according to plan and that uh, mantra that they talked about, hope without attachment, I think is really beautiful because it means that you should still have a plan, you know, and you should still, you know, have goals or dreams or hopes, uh, but if they don't come to pass exactly the way that you think, um, you know, that doesn't mean that life is over, you right. know. Um, and that's something that I personally am working really hard on, and uh, so I I resonated with that a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's really good to, I, I think, in just in general. I mean, you know me, I'm like, I like to plan too, but I also know that most of my plans don't go exactly the way <laughs> that I think they will in my head when I'm planning it out. But then I'm like, eh. Yeah. I'm okay with it not doing, not going exactly as planned. Like you hope, you hope that it works out okay. But, you know, the outcome may not be exactly the way you had planned out. I keep saying plan. I don't want <laughs> We've said plan a lot in the last like two minutes. Right. For me, one of the biggest takeaways was, you know, they talked about having separate lives in that they had their own individual thing. Like Zeke had his soccer, you know, during the summer months, mm -hmm. obviously not the winter months, but summer months. And then Adina had her workshops that she liked to go to, her creative wor workshops that she liked to go to. And, you know, but that's something that they can do separate, but they can come back together you know later and then be one kind of one joint unit still yeah you know some, that's something that they're that they're that the, it was important to them yeah I think we've talked about on the show before the importance of being two whole complete people yeah before you're getting in getting into a right outside marriage. of of yeah. being you know, a couple and, and being able to maintain your own individuality and your own identity. And um, I think Adina and Zeke are a really great example of that. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed our interview with Adina and Zeke. And, um, you know, tune in next week for another one of our shows. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's interview. If you had any takeaways uh, jump on Facebook or Instagram and send us a comment and let us know what you thought of today's interview. You can find us on both Instagram and Facebook at Swept Together. Yep. And until next week, love, love you guys.
our podcast child is qualified for AARP next year. <laughs> when I said, do you want to start it, babe? I wasn't talking to you, Zeke. <laughs> That's not the awkward part. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that would be awkward. I'm going to show my boobs in New Orleans. So, Zeke, <laughs> if you want to join, come on over, bud.